strategies and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the success code. Success code. Hi, everybody. It's Roy Red, five-time best-selling author and your host of this show, The Success Code, where we talk about strategies, tactics, and we interview amazing people to help you crack your success code so you can so you can hit your goals and get through your struggles and battle through whatever it is you're going through on your entrepreneur journey. And today, I'm super excited. I got my brother, Freddie Fry here, who is a Man, this guy's track record is amazing. Motivational speaker, business owner, author. He's on the Eric Thomas speaking team. And I'm super excited to pick his brain and get him to show you how he cracked his success code so we can model him and uh, crack our success code. Ready? Hey, hey. There he is. What's going on, man? I'm here. Doing? I can hear you, man. Ready to crack the success code, man. <laughs> All is well, man. How's it going with you, fam? It's going good, man. Over here in LA, it's actually real sunny. I know you're probably somewhere where it's snowing and cold. I just want to say I apologize for that. Bro. <laughs> oh, I'm in Oklahoma and it's ice on the road, bro. Oh, Golly, you lucky joker. <laughs> Love it. So, tell the people who you are and what you do for the few people who don't know who you are. My name is Freddie Fry. I basically am an uh, entrepreneur. I'm more empowered by empowering other people. So I guess they call me a a, a mental health, self-life, self-love, self-care coach and a motivational speaker. And uh, basically what I try to do is I try to help people climb over the hump and make each and every day of their life a Wednesday. And that's not like the day of the week. That's W-I-N-S. Cracking that success code, right? We trying to win each and every day, um, and that's that's the key, man. It's every day having those habits, and every day um, trying to pick the pick that lock until we yes. key and crest and uh, crack our success code. And we're gonna touch more on that concept of having a Wednesday, because um, when I was kind of learning about that concept and how you came up with it, first I was jealous that I didn't come up with it. I was like, <laughs> That is such a good idea. And, you know, something kind of weird happened as I was getting ready for this interview. You know, I did an all-nighter. You know, I don't really sleep much. But I took a nap. And when I woke up, I had this concept of Wednesday in my head. I woke up and I just had this this self-talk of, how can I win today? Mm, Love it. And I was like, I was like that. Language abstraction is amazing having a Wednesday. So tell me, what does the perfect Wednesday look like for you? The perfect Wednesday is you wake up on the right side of the bed. Mm -hmm. And even if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you get your butt back in the bed and get up on the other side. Yeah. So, you know, you decide you the night before you kind of come up with your plan of what your course of action for that day is. Mm -hmm. You attack the day. And you are ready and prepared to shut down any forces of negativity that may come your way. Mm -hmm. And you get out there and you grind through the setbacks. You grind through the failures Mm -hmm. and you keep pushing and smiling your way through until you've found yourself having an incredible day, an incredible successful day. And you may have only did just a little bit of where you're trying to go. But when you look back on it, if you were able to dodge the hate, Mm -hmm. 
able to block out the noise, was able to do just a little bit more than you did the day before, then ultimately you can lay, uh, you can sleep like a baby at night because you know you made that day a Wednesday. Now, Freddie, do you have a morning routine? Kind of run us through this. How do you pre-frame and set for that day? Um, you know, I've, um, one of my favorite books, a Navy SEAL talks about first thing you want to do is make your bed. Um, that was actually mm, something that I heard that. That was actually something, you know, I make my bed, but that was actually something that didn't really work for me. You know, I, I ended up making a different um, morning routine, but what is your routine that sets up that day um, and gets you in that state of gratitude? It's so funny for me because, you know, and like, just like you, a lot of times I'm pulling an all nighter, I'm staying up late. Yeah. So, but what I, what I typically like to do each and every, every day, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if you remember, uh, you've heard of Run DMC, right? The group, yes. rap group Run DMC. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Rev Run and a lot of his, uh, his siblings are doing TV shows now, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you ever, if you remember that they had their own little reality TV show, Rev Run and his family. Yeah, I loved it. And at the end of the show, he would always be sitting in the tub and he would be doing some type, sending some type of positive affirmation out. Yeah. So the first thing I do each and every day is I wake up and I just, and that's what I do. I get my little Rev Run on. Mm-hmm. I start doing all my positive empowerment social media uh, text text and post of the day. It's the first thing I do. And I always start off, I have a, a Facebook group called a Wednesday family and I have a, a text blast group and an email group. And I always send them some positive affirmation right out the gate each and every day, something that's going to set the tone for that day. Yeah. And then once I do all my posts on every all my little plat- platforms uh-huh. that I go work out, I go work out. I'll go get me, I'll get me some pecans, I give me some granola, and I give me some almonds, and I give me two bottles of water, mm-hmm. and I go work out. Okay, and once I get through working out, then I'm ready for the day. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm refreshed. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. And as I'm working out, I'm just, I got different. I'm listening to different music or different positive uh, speeches or yeah. personal development is going on at that time mm-hmm. within me. You know, because no matter how much you know, you can always know more. No matter how much you feel like you you got, you can always have more. And no matter how much you feel like you give, you can always give more. Yeah. And so I take that moment in time when I'm working out to make sure I got something positive in my ear that's helping me become a better person yeah. throughout the course of the day. And once I do that, then it's just basically whatever is on top of that day. Each day is a little bit something different. But I typically try to start my days off like that each and each and every day. And if, for me, it works really good. Works really good. That's amazing. Um, I have a similar type of day where get up, pray, gratitude, all that good stuff. Yes. And I I got to get to the gym like right away as well. Like I have a lot of energy that I have to yes. get out. And then when I just, I knock that out and get that out the way, it just, just motivates me. Like at, towards the end of my workout, I'm like, can't wait to get on these sales calls. I can't wait to shoot this video. I can't wait to write this book or whatever that is, which kind of leads me to my next question. Cause you are an author. Be Before I ask it, Got a bunch of people that's hopped on the live, so I want to welcome them. Uh, welcome, you guys. We're talking about how to have fearless motivation with Freddie Fry. Freddie Fry, motivational speaker, and Freddie just broke down his concept of having a Wednesday, and that's not a Wednesday. That's a win, like W I N day. And how can you win the day? So we're that's what we're talking about right now. So if you have any questions for Freddie. Jump in the chat. That's right side if you're on YouTube. That's below if you're on Facebook. 
on LinkedIn. That is also below uh, Twitter and all those other places that we're at. We don't even know where you go to, <laughs> to, to post a comment, but post a comment, ask a question. Uh, Freddie, you're an author doing your thing, um, sharing your message, sharing a powerful message. And I want to get into um, your speaking and uh, what you do. But real quick, talk about your latest book, what it's called, um, and what inspired you to write that book. I ordered one. It didn't get to me in time, but I, I'm going to read it. Um, but what inspired you to write it and what's the idea behind it? You know, Make Every Day a Wednesday, it's, it's pretty much people go through what they go through in their life, right? Everybody has a story. And so the objective is for you to overcome whatever it is you're going through. I promise you, not only you, but a whole bunch of other people have went through the exact same thing. And once you're able to overcome your go through and what you went through and come out on the other side, then you can tell your story and remind people that no matter what they're dealing with, they can go through. So for me, I wanted to tell my story because my mom died when I was four years old. I was a shy, introverted kid. I got bullied outside of the home, had a stepmom that came and lived with me. She used to mentally abuse me inside of the home. Mm -hmm. I grew up, found a love for hip hop. Hip hop changed my life, but I still was like doing music and I was still being silly. I got caught up with the wrong crowd, started selling drugs, mm -hmm. had babies out of wedlock, woke up in my early twenties. I had four kids by the same baby's mom, but mm -hmm. I never thought that I would, I never thought that would happen to me. And I looked up and I was 26 years old and I had four kids. Yeah. And I knew I needed to, something needed to change. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I got on my knees, I prayed and asked for, hey, I needed something in my life to, to happen for me. Mm -hmm. And shortly after that, I woke up and I don't know if it was God, the universe, or the cerebral cortex in my brain yeah. <laughs> that finally kicked in because they say that controls your reasoning. Yeah. But I was a different person. And the first thing I thought, I never forget this, is that I was like, man, I have to, I have to gain custody of my kids because they were living with their mom in a in a pretty bad environment, a pretty bad situation. And uh, before you knew it, I was raising four kids, bro. I was 27 years old. I had four kids, but I was raising them as a single dad. Yeah. Had three girls and a boy. So could you imagine me? I'm trying to do hair, you know, <laughs> learn how to do a bun. And the crazy thing happened, man. But once I woke up and had that epiphany, as I like to call it. I was a different person yeah. and I dug this deep hole because of all the silly things I've done in the past, yeah. but mentally I was out of the hole, yeah. but physically I still had to get myself out of the hole financially and things of that nature. And I started raising my kids and learning how to, to be a single father and trying to keep them out of harm's way. My whole reason and purpose and my why was my children. And, uh, Man, we, I started, it's so funny because when I was a kid, I used to play sports. I was a basketball player, football player, but I started coaching basketball. Yeah. And as I was coaching, I'm giving back to all these kids and all of their parents and really not asking for very much money, even though I was financially struggling in a financial hardship. And I was able to turn the basketball into a business. And so now I host youth basketball tournaments and I'm one of the top tournament directors in Northeastern Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. and it just came full circle for me and everything, all of my dreams and everything came to fruition. And as, as I was start, as I was hosting the youth tournaments, I discovered Eric Thomas. Somebody put me on the Eric Thomas, CT, the hip hop preacher. And I went to a couple of his seminars 
and I was inspired by him and, and I still was doing music and I was writing lyrics. And one day I was writing a lyric and I was like, kick it with your boys like a sensei. And I was like, man, what word rhymes with sensei? And Wednesday hit me, but like the day of the week. Yeah. And then I got to think, I was like, nah, Wednesday. Yeah. It's like, oh, snap, like winning each and every day. And so that was like kicking with your boys like a sensei, climb the hump and make every day a Wednesday. And I was like, bro, ET does, thank God it's Monday videos. I can do a video every Wednesday called Make Every Day a Wednesday. Yeah. Started doing videos, started gaining some notoriety, got the ear of fearless motivation and motiversity, some of the top motivational voiceover companies in the social media space. Yeah. Started doing voiceover work for them. Next thing I know, I'm on a voiceover with Denzel Washington. I'm on a voiceover with Eric Thomas and Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and millions of views later. And so I was just like, man, I need to I need to tell my story. Yeah. I need to let people know that no matter what you go through in your life, yeah. if you stay the course, if you refuse to lose, if you refuse to ever give up, you can come back and win. I'm often reminded, speaking of Tom Brady, which just won the Super Bowl last night. Oh, but think about I was it. So happy. I got I got Oh flex. man. <laughs> hey, you got a flex. But think about it. A few years ago, they were playing Atlanta in the Super Bowl. They were losing 28 to 3. Oh man. And found a way to come back and win. And I tell people, you can be losing 28 to 3 in your Super Bowl of life. And just like Tom Brady and the Patriots, you can come back and win if you never quit and you never give up and you never give in. So make every day a Wednesday. And that's the exact reason why I wrote the book, because if I can do it, I promise you, you can do it. Yeah. And so everything I do is about trying to uplift, trying to teach, trying to help people love themselves. Because you see my shirt, self-love is the best love yeah. and trying to help people climb over the hump of their life. Drama, setback, adversity, and make each and every day a Wednesday. That's what we're about. And you're not just trying. You're actually doing it. And, you know, I applaud you. I want to give you flowers for that. You know, there was Man, a distinction it. you made. And I want everyone who's listening live and everyone who's going to listen uh, or whatever platform you're on, I want you to listen to what he said about how physically he was in the same place, but his mindset changed. His he changed. That's like when I tell you guys about when I was pushing that car on the freeway by myself and I took responsibility, said, I ain't going to never let nothing like this happen again. My mindset changed. I became a different person in that moment. You know, me and my brother, Pastor Jeff, we uh, talk about how when Samuel came to tell David that he was meant to be king, David still had to go out there on the back of the mountain and still herd sheep and still be a shepherd mm -hmm. on that position being anointed, but mm -hmm. not appointed. Love it. So Freddie, I want to ask you about that time when you were anointed and you knew that you were going to hit goals, take it to another level, you were changed, but how did you stay in that mind frame, even though the physical didn't change, even though you weren't appointed yet, because that is the hardest time. That's when the haters come. That's when mm -hmm. you're positive and everybody like, oh, why he change? How did you get through that moment in those times? You know, to be flat out honest, man, it's just once you make that decision that you're going to die to the old you. Yeah. And I had a purpose. I had those babies. 
And so it was like, I knew that I that if I take it one day at a time and make sure we got a roof over our head, make sure we can eat, and I just keep being faithful over few, which my kids were a few, be faithful over few, the day will come when the universe and God will put me in a position to be faithful over many. And so while we were struggling, I tell my kids to this day, they laugh, I'll be like, because they don't know. And I, I want to say this real quick. You may have children out there and you may not be where you want to be at in your life. Yeah. And you feel worse because you feel like you're taking your babies through that. Your kids love you where they're at. They love you no matter what you have. They don't even know half the time when you're really struggling. Mm -hmm. And so I want you don't beat yourself up so bad because you feel like, oh, I'm letting my kids down. They don't know. Yeah. They're happy to be with mama. They're happy to be with daddy. They're just happy to be loved. And you got to remember that. And so me and my kids always laugh because I tell them, I don't know how we made it through. But by the grace of God, we did. But I just started giving back and adding more value to other people and learning and growing and investing in myself and investing in my kids and investing in other people's kids. And sometimes you're operating in your gift and you don't even know it. I promise you, when I was coaching those teams and helping kids go to college on scholarships, I had no idea that I was basically going to school for what was eventually going to be my business, my main source of income. And I'm actually in that same place now with the speaking, with the with the uh, the social media, with the influencer stuff. I'm in that place right now where I'm giving, giving, giving. And one day it'll all come back to me. You know what I mean? And, and, and you give from your heart. No worry. I don't care if nothing ever does come back to me as far as a financial gain or anything like that. Because I'm just happy when somebody sends me a, a, a message and says, listen, you changed my life. Because of you, I was able to get out of that situation. Because of you, I believe in myself. Because of you, I love myself. And that's what, what those are the type of things that kept me going even when I was in that deep hole okay. physically. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I wrote down, I'm right, I'm taking notes. Um, <laughs> you said sometimes you're operating in your gift and don't even know it. It's crazy. Um, you know, I get people all the time asking me, what's my purpose? I don't know my purpose. And I think a lot of that just comes from the rhetoric of you need to find your purpose, what you do. But maybe you're operating in your gift and in your purpose right now. And Freddie just gave you a really good thinking tool on how to find that. What are you doing right now? Where has God got you? Where is he put you on the back of your mountain to be to get prepared for? Let me let me explain that a little bit more, if you don't mind. Yep, go ahead. So, so to make it, you know, to make it practical. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, is I was coaching these teams, all these teams, right? Mm -hmm. And I did that for at least ten years before God gave me the epiphany. Mm -hmm. And so what I was doing was I was coaching. We were going to play and and pay, play and pay to be in other people's tournaments. And of course, we're developing the, the, the basketball skills, we're developing the life skills, we're developing the, the, the positive skills to help people cope with life and deal with adverse. Basketball in any sport is about a lot of adversity, a lot of failures, a lot of perceived failures, a lot of setbacks. And I teach my kids, we never lose, we only learn. And so I'm steady playing and we're steady, you know, two or three times a month, I'm playing in tournaments. And five, well, let me see. I started maybe 10 years after I was coaching and giving back and faithful over few again, faithful over few. Yeah. It hit me one day. I just started doing the math on the tournament we were playing. I was like, well, God, he, we paying X amount of dollars to be in. Yeah. And oh, he get money from the gate. Oh, he get money for concession. Oh, he's selling merch. Oh, I can do that. Now think about it. 
I was coaching 10 years and that never entered my brain until it entered my brain. Yeah. So sometimes you operate in your gift and you don't even know, and it's not going to hit you that you are, that you've been doing this daily routine or weekly routine or monthly routine from your heart for free. And all of a sudden it's like, oh snap, I'm an authority in this now. Oh snap, I can do this. Oh snap, I can make some, yeah. oh, you never know. Most of the times we're already going to school for what we're going to be doing. We don't even know it, whether we're in a real class or not. Yeah. All right. We're going to take some questions here. Uh, thank you for everybody who is on the live. We're talking about how to have fearless motivation with Freddie Fry. If you have any questions, uh, jump into chat. That's the right side if you're on YouTube, uh, underneath if you're on Facebook, underneath if you're on LinkedIn. And if wherever else you are, we don't even know where you comment at. Uh, we have a question here I got on the Instagram, someone who's watching. They said, and I, you kind of touched on this already. You, uh, They said, how did you push through when everything was going bad, even though your mindset changed? So you kind of touched on that already, but just kind of give a quick um some quick ideas on i'm assuming maybe they have something they're trying to push through um how did you, you know I, I i talk about this all the time one of my big models right now is shutting things down immediately immediately and stinking thinking as as the late great zig ziglar, ziglar calls it mm -hmm. you're going to want to do great things you're going to want to be patient enough to overcome you're going to want to be patient enough to get to your next level yeah. but those negative thoughts those doubters, those naysayers, things are going to attack you mentally. And each and every time they do, you got to shut them down and replace them with positive releases or positive affirmations. And that's what I do each and every day. Something may attack me mentally that's telling me I can't do this or I can't be patient enough to go through the, the adversity or the setback of what I got to go through to get to where I'm trying to go. And I shut it down each and every time, yeah. especially when people are dealing with Sometimes people are in dark places. I know because I've been in some dark places. Mm -hmm. And if you allow those negative thoughts, negative thoughts are like a bad disease. Mm -hmm. They just spread unless you immediate, immediately attack them. You have to attack them like they attack you. And I tell people, they be like, well, they keep coming back. Well, you got to keep shutting them down. I don't care if they, if you, you, it may, you may shut one down and five minutes later, another one comes, shut it down again. Five minutes later, shut it down. You got to, you have to be doing that all day until those demons and those negative thoughts, they realize this is not the place I can be. You got to understand when you, a, a, a thief, let's say a car thief, yeah. a car thief is canvassing the parking lot. Yeah. And if you got dark tinted windows or your doors locked or they don't see anything in your seat, they don't mess with your car because you're not an easy target. So the more you keep your defense mechanisms up, mechanisms up and shut down the, that note, that negative thoughts, those negative thoughts, the more those negative thoughts are going to go and want to reside elsewhere. Keep shutting them down. That's what I had to do. I knew where I was trying to go mentally. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I knew I wanted to be in a, I wanted to protect my peace, have positive inner peace and make sure that I was going in the right direction, which is positive, which is going up. Uh, we got another question here. He said, if you lost, that's a good question. If you lost everything today, what are the first three steps you would take to regain everything you've done? 
for me, first and foremost, when you if you lose everything, you better make sure that your mind is right. You know, I love what what my my bro uh, Eric Thomas says. Et says it's not what happened to you that broke you; it's the fact that you wasn't prepared for what happened to you that broke you. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I would do is make sure that my mind was right, and I always stay ready because we are all imperfect perfect human beings and things can and will happen. So the first thing is you, I would make sure my mind is right. And so once I, once my mind was right, then I would just reset and I would, I would look at where I was at in my life. And if I couldn't go back into the, to the uh, entrepreneurship, as far as the coaching goes, mm -hmm. I would see what, what uh, resources I had, yeah. because if you build in the right relationships, mm -hmm. there's somebody that you can reach out to that will help you help you along the way. Don't be scared to reach out to people. Yeah. So I would make sure I would check my resources and then I would get busy executing, failing, revising, restructuring, re-strategizing, executing again, failing again, and continuing until I got back to where I was at yeah. and being okay with it. People, I, I did a video this morning. I was telling y'all recording. Mm -hmm. Setbacks and failures. Setbacks and failures. People run from them. I love them. Because I know if I if I make this mistake, mm, I got a result wasn't what I wanted. Let's go back and revise this thing and try again. It's just testing. Uh, that's, that's it. That's huge in what you said on look at my resources and don't be afraid to reach out. Um, I had that um, realization one time. My mentor told me he said, "You know, Roy, you're one phone call away from." going to the level you want to go to, but you're not reaching out to your resources mm. strategically. Mm. And I was like, wow, yeah. that is huge. That is huge. Um, so we are going to jump into the red zone where, Freddie, I'm going to hit you with five quick questions. And then after that, we're going to let you plug everything. We'll get you out of here. Thank you so much for coming on. So let's jump into the red zone. All right, Freddie, you ready? I'm ready, man. I love it. What's your favorite book you ever read that changed your life and why? Goals by Zig Ziglar. Okay. It changed my life because it, it just, man, he said something in there, and I actually use this to this day. Mm -hmm. He says, how can you hit a target that you don't see? And he does this whole illustration about it. But it just reminded me of the importance of having written down goals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you rather be loved or respected and why? Ooh, good question. Great question. I think, uh, I think I would rather be respected because I think if I'm respected, people are more apt to apply my teachings. Yeah. I think people are more apt to apply my teachings. If they respect me and they saw that I was able to overcome whatever I went through and, and achieve, then they'll believe it more. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, give me your favorite quote and why that quote resonates with you so much. You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes, actually probably my own quote, <laughs> just why I say killing with kindness uh -huh. and then murdering with success. Them Ooh. haters are out there lurking. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write that one down. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna post that today. Um, oh, I love it. If you could spend a day with anyone who was anyone ever in history, who would it be mm. and why? This is my favorite question. 
Oh man, that's a great question, man. I think honestly, I think it would be probably would be Dr. Martin Luther King. Man. I would just like to spend a day with him and just because you got to think, how mentally strong do you have to be, man, <laughs> to to know you're facing death each and every day of your life, and you're telling an entire country of people. To be strong enough to love yourself and to play the game the right way. We have to play that. You have to, you, you're telling people to be strong enough to accept physical punishment from other people and not respond. Not respond. Ugh. And you have to do the exact same thing. Yeah. So I would just like to just tap into the that aura. You know, that just just that aura. You know what I mean? Of what that what it had to feel like to be walking in his presence. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. Um, I always say that the first act of war is defense. Mm, so mm, if mm. you don't bring the defensiveness, then nothing can really happen. It's it's like uh, opposing forces pushing against each other. But when you truly let go and you're free, like Martin Luther King was mentally, you just let go of that opposition. Mm, mm. Or be. And you just you just rock it out. Um, That's powerful, also, bro. Something that was cool that I posted on Martin Luther King Day. Did you know Martin Luther King got an F in his public speaking class? Wow! Get out of here. No F in his public speaking class. The oh best my god! To to walk this earth, arguably F in speaking class. So don't always follow what people say or think about and, you. When you're following your dream and how mentally tough you got to be to. Get an F in public speaking and go talk to millions of people. Hey, is that crazy? Who is hey, who is that teacher? <laughs> yeah. well, I know. Wow, I know. So we need true. to, we need so to hunt that person down. Yeah, um, we do. Man, they missed. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. What does success look like to you and why? Oh, success. It's uh man, success is it's not just financial. Mm -hmm. Financial is a piece of it. But first and foremost, success is self-love. Success is loving yourself enough to where you're okay, no matter what another person tries to do with you. Success is loving your family enough to where you respect each and every member of it and you allow them to walk their own journey without trying to impose who you are on them. Success is basically what you make it though. The way I define the success, definitely doesn't have to be the way you define success. And so many of us get caught up in worrying about what he says or she says, and we let that be our marker for success. Success ultimately is what you feel in your heart, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's spiritual. And success for me is just making sure that I'm at peace in my heart and in my mind, and I'm able to spread as much joy and make this world a little bit better than it was before. Yeah. Like Brother Nipsey said, he said, would you rather be at peace with yourself and at war with the world or at war with yourself and at peace with the world? You got to choose which one you want. Mm, mm, choose wisely, too. Choose wisely. Nipsey, that's a bad boy. Okay. Freddie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for your time. Can you please tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram, uh, where they can get your book, where they can learn about having a Wednesday and uh, everything that you're doing? Man, uh, I'm easy to find because everything is pretty much if you put it, if you go to Facebook, you go to Instagram, you go to TikTok, go to YouTube, you go to any of those sites. All you got to put in is Freddie Fry Motivation. 
you will find me. And you can go to freddyfry.com slash book page. You can get the book there. You can get the book at amazon.com. But listen, willingness to work, the W. I is integrity is important. N is never negative. S is C to success. D is daily determination. A is appetite for ascension. And the Y is yes, you can. So yes, you can too make each and every day of your life a Wednesday. And hey, feel free to message me, DM me if you have any questions or any concerns. I'm here to help and, and add as much value as I possibly humanly can. Freddie Fry, though. Freddie Fry Motivation. F-R-E-D-D-Y-F-R-I. The word motivation. You'll find me on any platform. I'd love for you to go follow and subscribe. And I'm put, I put out content every day. Yeah. Each and every day. I'm trying to help somebody climb over the hump and make each and every day a Wednesday. Yeah, thank you for that. Again, thank you for coming on. I'm tapping in. I'm following you. I'm consuming your content because what goes in that machine is what's going to come out, right? So True. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching the show live. Again, you can catch us live every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday on YouTube. Uh, also, make sure you guys subscribe and all of that good stuff. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. Till next time, we out. Welcome to the Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the Success Code. Success Code. Success Code.